Welcome to the Practical Ascension Podcast. I'm your host and soul alchemist, Tracy Goody. Stay with me for practical guidance and flow for your modern life through this time of ascension. Today on the Practical Ascension Podcast, I am joined by Jen Tasneem Savage. Jen is a transformational catalyst, truth guide, and energy healer who supports highly sensitive entrepreneurs with their personal and spiritual development so they can confidently be exactly who they were created to be. Today, Jen is sharing with us her wisdom for creating expansive visibility as a spiritual entrepreneur. Welcome, Jen. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Yeah, it's my pleasure. And it was great. Uh, Jen and I were just speaking right before we, we started recording the podcast here today, and we're realizing we have a lot of comments. So this could be a very high vibrational talk today. We'll try and take it down to earth. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's actually a beautiful point that you're making because part of what uh, needs to happen for spiritual entrepreneurs to really anchor the wisdom that they've been gifted and as part of their evolution and what they're here to share through their work, um, it really has to be brought through the body. Yes. And for spiritual entrepreneurs, it's so easy to pop out, kind of go into, um, you know, the energetic feeling and, but it's like, and, and visibility requires grounding it and being present and moving it down to the earth in order to move it forward. And that's what we meet. Oh, I can see why I'm drawn to you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I just felt it felt important to share that. And I know that you have some questions about that. So I look forward to just kind of diving in more and talking about um, how difficult that can be when we meet what lives in the physical. Absolutely. And it's, it's an interesting theme, too. And I, I swear we're going to get into the some questions here soon. But <laughs> it's a really interesting theme that I'm seeing is a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs are um, kind of falling into that grounding focus a little bit more and realizing that things can't really happen without it. And so I'm noticing that theme happening in a lot of programs and a lot of offers that grounding is really the focus. And it's, it's in obviously super unique ways for, for each uh, practitioner and each, each coach, but it's, uh, I just love it. I love the theme of grounding so much. So I'm so happy you brought that up too. So, okay, moving on to the questions here. Um, so I'd love to hear more about how you're defining visibility and why it's such an important topic right now. Well, I think for me it's really about having the courage and the confidence to, there are a few pieces to it. If we're talking specifically about entrepreneurs, part of it is you have to have evolved into the creation of something that wants to be shared with the world, right? So first of all, you have to have clarity about what it is you're, you want to bring forth. So that's one component of it. And the other component is having, you know, I, I come from a background where I've overcome a lot of trauma, and I think a highly sensitive people in general, even if they haven't had traumatic life experiences, that just being in a body can be hard. And, mm -hmm. and, and all the feelings and negativity and things of denser vibration can be really jarring to our system and that in and of itself can feel traumatic. So there's the, the way our nervous system responds to stimulus and what I find is if we haven't done a certain amount of work to create resilience in our nervous system, the, the terror that comes up in sharing our message or putting ourselves out there um, you know, like that's a key component of it. And I have a personal experience that um, I was 
transitioning from my healing practice, which used to have a bodywork component to it. So a lot of the work I was doing was in person, and this was probably like 2011, 2012, and I was trying to figure out how, to, how, how do you move into the online space, and how is that different from building a business that's sort of brick and mortar or in person? And so I hired a videographer and I had a video made and I was like so excited to like launch my work out into the world and it was my intro video for my website and I was hosting it on YouTube and received some really negative feedback. Oh man. Like, like yeah. I just got viciously attacked um, and these two men were tagging each other in it and you know calling me crazy. They called me a cunt if I can say that on the yeah. podcast it yep. was like and my nervous system had zero resilience I did not have any way to navigate what felt really like bumping up against the own trauma patterns I, I had in my body and in that moment they were confirming every fear I think right spiritual practitioners have they were yep. proving all of my stories correct right the world yep. is not safe I can't put my message out there um, and, in and it's interesting that it was men too. That was probably spiraled oh, some, some other stuff. A crystal I had in my hand just flew out into the air. <laughs> exactly. And part of it was I didn't have the resilience in my nervous system at that point to be like, isn't that an interesting opinion? You of have. course, right? Yeah, obviously in the, it, in the moment. I, exactly. And I took it very personally. And the gift was it became how I ended up doing the work I do. It was a key component for me to really dive deeper into the somatics. I have a background in body work, right? It's like, what is happening in my nervous system that makes that feel true for me? Right. And yeah. how do you let the world come? Because that's what happens when we become visible. We put ourselves out into the world, and then we open ourselves up to things that we have zero control over. And not all of it is going to be unicorns and rainbows and love and magic, though that does happen, right? Um, if we're taking a stand for something that is paradigm shifting, it's part of this consciousness shift that we're in, it's really about anchoring more light and love on the planet, everything that isn't that in ourselves and in the people who meet our message is going to be affected by that. Yeah. So, and, you know, and it's how do we, you know, and my, you know, you said we all sort of have a different way of coming at this. My magic is meeting people right there with their breath in that, oh, shit, I feel like I'm going to die moment. Yeah. So that we can really create and build resilience in their nervous system so that when they give their talks or share their work in the world or launch their programs or whatever, um, you know, form of visibility that their business is calling for next, um, that they have built up the internal resistance and expanded energy capacity to meet whatever comes their way. To be um, able to handle it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's interesting too. And I would say like from my personal experience, I've noticed kind of, um, layers of resistance um, in, in terms of like not necessarily like the themes of it, but as in there's a certain resistance where I'll get where I'm just paralyzed and it's, it's not going to happen. But uh -huh. then there's the next level of resistance, you know, after I've done work on it where it's just like, I'm still super afraid to do this, but I'm doing it anyway. Um, and I'm kind of okay in that. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm ever going to get to the place where it's just kind of like very easy. There's always like, it's like an excitement, nervous energy, but it's not like it's, 
it's, it's kind of grounded in a way too. It's really interesting where I'm at compared to years ago. And we were speaking earlier too that we're both introverts here. So I'm assuming that it probably has something to do with that or maybe I just have some more stuff to work through. I'm not really sure there. <laughs> Well, I think what you're saying is really important because in, in and I'm just going to bring it back to the nervous system, right? Mm. Because the actual physiological response of fear and excitement are the same. Mm. <clears throat> and it's really when we're in, you know, there's sort of an evolution of consciousness that I, I kind of work through with my clients. And one is like, uh, kind of a lower vibration, like victim mentality, mm -hmm. where, where we're veiled and it really feels as if the world, like things are happening to us, yes. through us or for us, right? It is, it is a part of our evolutionary awakening. Um, and, and for people that stay there, um, I think that they can be paralyzed for years without yeah. any ways to move forward. And I certainly lived in that state of mind um, and level of consciousness for many, many years of my own, my own journey. Um, and then I think we get to this place where, where there is more spaciousness and we have some of those unconscious fears have come up. We've metabolized them. We've moved through them. We've done some of our own personal healing. And then it's like, oh, there's that feeling in my body, but I don't feel like I'm going to die. Right. If I, yes. If I do feel like I'm going to die, and that's the other piece, like um, to step outside of the tribal, you know, whether it's our family system or, or the norms of the world, like it, it puts us in that um, reactionary place, like way back in our reptilian yep. brain of you will die. You will it's die true. if you leave if you leave the tribe, if you stand out, if you're special, if you know the spotlight's on you in any way, right? It's like it's and so that fear gets ignited. Um, and what I'm coming to realize is that we're not really going to die, even though it feels that way sometimes when we come up against these edges. But what needs to die is the identity we've created around smallness. Yes. And around that. having to not be too big or too, and you know, too much, too loud, too vibrant, too, too much, you know, all of those things. Yep. Um, and the beauty of it is if we can, you know, as we do our spiritual transformation work, we realize, oh, there is a part of me that has to die. Yes. There is a part of me, an identity that I must let go of if I'm truly going to stand in the light and shine and share my voice and, and contribute my gifts to the world in a bigger way. Um, and I think that's where, um, you know, that in-between phase of what you're talking about is yeah. like, oh yeah, you're not ever going to not feel that. And the, and what I love about it is we can evolve yes. literally till our last breath. There is no end point to how much love or, or um, truth we have access to, right? Um, I think we just stay, it feels less intense Mm. And we stay stuck for shorter periods of time, the more our nervous system integrates and realizes the gift that that letting go process actually gives us. Because Absolutely. then we have so much more of our own energy available to what we want to bring to the world rather than what's been holding us back and, and causing us to stay small. Exactly. That requires a ton of energy. Um, There's so many spiral out points I want to cover on that. <laughs> I can't even keep up with it. But <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. And just what just 
kind of touching in what you're saying about kind of like that victim mode that we get in or and wanting to stay small and I kind of speak about it like that that's like the 3D right as we're moving into this 5D more of acceptance and more of kind of you know who we really are on a soul level it's very much that evolution and that ascension that as we're doing our work these things naturally are going to come up for us but then we can actually be you know working through them especially you know with people like you and your programs and things like that to help move you into a place and like you said it's not about getting over it completely it's about continuing to evolve and I know that I've seen you know business owners that are you know, doing multi-million dollars and they'll come up against a new visibility block like it's not it's not something you're over it's just something that kind of shifts and transforms as you evolve absolutely I was just working with um, you know a client that I have who is at the leading edge of the work she's doing she's very successful um, she's in her 70s, and we just stretched into a new level of visibility for her um, by taking on some PR work uh, through a PR firm and trying to get her work out into some major publications, and you wouldn't believe the edge that she came up against. Wow. And it looked like I, I can't navigate and understand the technology of this program, mm -hmm. you know, and she's like, I just don't know how to do it. I was like, well, that's okay. I can help you with that. It's part of how I help hold you. Like we've totally got that. But what it really was, was this old childhood wound of being stupid. Mm. People are going to, you know, really, it's like that imposter thing, right? They're really going to find out that I am not this you know, wise, evolved human being who has this beautiful gift to share. And, and for me, it's like, how do we create space in our lives and our beings for both? Yes. Because both exist, right? It's like, it's not about getting rid of things that are quote unquote bad or broken or it's like, how do we grow our capacity to fully love and embody the truth of who who we are in those kind of smaller wounded places and in the incredible exquisite expanse of divine beingness that we are mm. so good it's so good i love it so much and it's such it is such a process um yeah it's such a process so wherever you're at right now it's it matters less where you're at right now as to where you're open to go as you're where you're open to move to um, so beautiful. So like, I mean, I was going to ask a question, but I feel like we've pretty well covered it. <laughs> I'll, I'll get your insights if there's anything else you felt that we didn't uh, cover around this. But what I'd like to look into is in your experience, what's, what's at the core of this visibility resistance? And I mean, we covered already a list of them, but is there anything else that you want to share and highlight just to bring people's attention to? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I already talked about like the, the tribal piece of it, right? Mm -hmm. um, but we live in an extraordinary time where women's voices are waking up and the patriarchy, if you will, is being challenged. And, and I think that as we do this, how do we have mercy and love? I mean, if we look at it through the lens of being a human being, whether you're male or female or uh, you have work to bring out in the world or you're already, you know, kind of successful in what you're doing. It's really how do we create a softness in our own being, mm. which brings mercy to ourselves, but also to all the other people in the world who are doing their best to show up in their own lives. And how do we take each other's hands and, and know that together is how we're moving forward with this, like really creating allyships. 
um, and having the hard conversations and, and letting our hearts open ever so slightly more, wherever our edge is, to meet the person in front of us, um, to be more authentic, and to start the visibility in our own homes. Mm. Being more vulnerable with our children or our partners or our friends or, you know, it's like I think for visionary entrepreneurs, it's this big like, what am I doing to change or save the world thing? But if you can't do this work in a deeply intimate way with yourself and the people closest to you, I think we're kind of missing the point. Mm-hmm. You know, and what so, you what you touched on there too that this that energy kind of of compassion that you're talking about that self compassion and how that kind of once you are in that for yourself when you're in this healing process it that naturally kind of goes out to those around you it goes out to your clients it goes out to everybody and kind of creates the safer space for this work to be done right yeah which then becomes the invitation and it makes visibility a natural unfolding mm, yeah. where opportunities find us rather than that place we can get in where we have to hustle to sort of make things mm. happen or we're working really hard and we have an agenda and you know it's like it's still a guarded thing right but when we're just really deepening into the truth of who we are and opening ourselves up to to receive what the universe mm. has for us then you know opportunities like crossing paths with you right it's like yeah. this happened without any effort no um, effort yeah <laughs> and, 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 and divine timing right it's yes like we yeah had something scheduled and then it didn't work out and we had to make some adjustments and and then today it's it's per- a perfect perfect opportunity for us to connect in this really deep and beautiful way um, exactly. and that comes from both of us honoring what was true for us in those mm-hmm. moments and navigating that space and just showing up 100% as it unfolded Exactly. And I'm, I'm rewinding to that hustle part a little bit too, because I think, I think we're really over this. I think a lot of people are over that hustle. And I know I have been through it. I have went with the hustle mode for years. Um, I had a virtual assistant business prior to my healing business years ago, and I knew how to hustle and I did well hustling, but it did not serve my soul whatsoever. And it's just interesting how, like the, what you were saying, how we're both honoring ourselves. So I know that we rescheduled this interview a few times um, and there was never a point where I felt like, well, I have to do the interview or, you know, I don't want to be judged or I don't want to seem flaky for a reschedule or anything like that. It's just both, this is, you know, what's going on for me and this is how it's going to work best. And there's just so much acceptance on either side um, that really does allow it to flow so easily. Right. And there's a point I just wanted to make of you were talking, you know, we talked about that victim consciousness early Mm. on and then the hustle, which Mm. is what I, in my work is like the, the, the second phase we go through, which is really where the ego feels like it's still in control, trying really hard. And, and and it's the striving. Yeah. It's like we have the, we have the survival mode. We have surviving and that really is about the hustle. And then we start evolving into thriving. Yes. where it really is living soul-led lives and helping guide our clients and, and the people in our world um, to the possibility of that expansive, loving connection that we have to the divine. And, and it isn't just something we think about. It's a lived experience yeah. as we begin to unveil and release all of these things that prevent us from feeling safe in the world or exactly. feeling, feeling safe in connection with other people. 
Yeah. And it has to be a living thing. And I know personally, um, I'm the type of personality that I want to work harder. I want to do more. I, you know, it's just, I, I feel that kind of driving force to do it. So I have to stay really mindful that I don't fall back into my patterns whenever I do get an, an intuitive business idea, inspiration that I really want to move forward on, that I say, no, you're going to take a break. You're going to go outside. You're going to eat food. You're going to do other, <laughs> but it is, it's, it's crazy, but it's just, it's simple yeah. things. Yeah. They go out the windows so quickly don't they <laughs> they really do yeah and but then I'll notice it and my husband and we'll see it we'll see it in me too and he'll say things like do you need some goddess time and like he's kind of <laughs> making fun of me but he's totally right too and I'll be like yes because I can feel my energy getting to kind of just like that frantic almost <laughs> well yeah. and it's that ebb and flow right it's like mm, it, yes they call it spiritual practice for a reason right it's yes like we practice it because we fall into forgetfulness all yes. the time. Yeah. It's like how, and it's a process of remembering. Like, oh, yes. there I am again. Am I, and our patterning is so strong, right? It's coming. It's like, you know, genetically hardwired into our being. And so to go against the grain of that um, requires some attention and um, slowing down and being mindful and all of those things. And the more we can literally put those practices on our calendars. A hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> the more um, we can feel supported by the universe because there's space for the universe to actually just step in and start supporting us. Yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay, we could have a couple different conversations here. <laughs> um, <laughs> so now talking about, again, because this is a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are spiritual entrepreneurs, and I know that that's a constant evolution as well as to where business um, takes us, but why do you find that visibility, in your opinion, gets so intense the more you're stepping into your soul gifts? I think it because it makes you more available to people's opinions of you, mm, right? Mm -hmm. Things that are not what you stand for. Um, and I think if somebody would have told me, you know, 20 years ago or 25 years ago when I started my journey that like, oh, the purpose of your light is to highlight darkness in the world and mm -hmm. to take a stand. You know, if I understood that, it might have felt less personal. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that it's like, oh, this is what we're doing. And it's like, when you bring the, and I use like the watering can, you know, if like if you're filling up a bucket with a watering can, whatever is in the bucket that isn't water, like if there's things floating around in it, or it's like those things have to float to the surface to come out, right? Yes. Yeah. So the more light I integrate into my own being, and that's, that, that becomes true, the more I start sharing my message, the more I start bringing that out into the world, the more I'm going to see the opposite of that. And if I'm still taking that personally, it can feel really edgy. Yeah. Or if I don't have the tools to, to move into a greater level of capacity, um, you know, it just it feels like a stopping point. Exactly. Yeah, and it's, it's just kind of like people would say, like, triggers and things like that. And exactly. it's just... It's just about how how far are they going to trip you up? Is it going to be I'm falling flat on my face and I'm going to go hide for a week? Or is it going to be I'm aware that that's happening, I'm laughing at it, and I'm going to heal what else is in within me there? So it's kind of like, where are you at and how can you move through it? Exactly, exactly. And I think the most important piece of that is, and there's nothing wrong with you, that you're not broken, like that that is happening you yeah. know, just like that situation I had with those men on YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if I would have stayed in the, 
oh, it, uh, they were attacking me and therefore the world is not safe, right? And I never would have continued moving forward with my journey. I wouldn't have had the opportunity to learn and build resilience and do all of these things, which then is like, oh, what they're saying isn't true. Right. But it's <laughs> highlighting a story in me that I believe is. Yes. Yes. And if I can be real, and this is where getting so honest about where you are is so important and getting out of the blame or the judge or like, because it's so uncomfortable. I don't want mm. to believe that yeah. I think the world is unsafe. Like that's not fun to be in that space, right? Or yeah. having to face the parts of my life that actually weren't the experiences I had weren't safe, right? Yes. And bringing healing to those places. Um, and I think that the universe is like a hologram. It is always showing us, highlighting, and, and you know, like we're watching a movie, and if we can say, oh, what a, what a holy gift that person is mm -hmm. who's criticizing me, because I get to really look more deeply at what they're saying to really figure out, like, where have I believed that, and am I ready to let that go? Exactly. Um, I love that. But without those tools, it can feel brutal. Because mm. you know, we don't have a way to, it's like that resilience isn't built in our nervous system and in our, I, I sort of think of it as spiritual maturity or just maturing as human beings, right? If we don't have those tools, um, it, can, it can just feel really hard. Yeah. And I know that even sometimes when you have the tools, like I know I was in a big resistance phase for a few weeks here, um, just even about putting more podcast episodes out because I had rebranded and it felt more high vibrational, more in tune with, um, with my soul message and things like that. And I was in resistance for, for a few weeks around it. And then I just didn't want to look at it. I was just avoiding it at all costs mindfully avoiding it at all costs <laughs> until finally and this is when like working with the coach is always a good idea that until my coach is kind of like so what's going on there I was like oh fine I'll go deal with it and right. it's like it's not necessary that I needed somebody else to help move through the blocks but I needed someone to kick me in the ass and be like why are you not working on those blocks so it's it's even when you have the tools you still have to use the tools <laughs> well I love that you're saying that and I think that um I could not do what I did. I have like five different people that help me in yeah. a different capacity, whether that's business coaching, personal development, spiritual healing, my meditation teacher. Like it takes a village for a reason, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think as entrepreneurs, we're also independent. We're rebellious. Mm -hmm. We don't follow rules. We yeah. don't listen to anyone else. <laughs> but it's like, oh, getting support and help doesn't make me weak or, you know, that I can't figure it out on my own. It's like, no, we all have blind spots and oh my goodness, shorten up the time that it takes to oh, move yeah. through those periods <laughs> and get some help, right? Find yes. a teacher, find a mentor, find a coach. Um, because I was, you know, going at it alone for a long time because that's one of my core wounds that I yep. have to do this alone, right? Yep. <laughs> like, okay, and then the universe is like, okay, go ahead. Good luck with that. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> we know how that goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like in, in finding trusted people to really help you navigate the yes. things that are tricky or that we just literally can't move forward without some sort of support or somebody flashing the light and they're saying, see? <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I totally got you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was funny because I, I know that when I sat down, 
down to, I had my, my notebook out and my crystals in and I was going to go into my cashier records and deal with, you know, this invisibility stuff that was coming up. And the whole time in my head, and I even wrote it down on a piece of paper a few times, I'm like, I don't feel like dealing with this. I don't feel like dealing with this. And then still just move through it anyway. And like, I mean, it was maybe 30 minutes and I was over it and I had like four podcast episodes recorded later that day. But it's, it's just interesting how, how we can slow ourselves up. So... Yeah, everybody goes through. (laughs) Well, and it's like when I'm working with a client, too, it's like I love what you're saying because you have the tools to be able to recognize that you're doing it, right? And and sometimes we don't, but let resistance or let the what I call the hot spot or, as you mentioned, the triggers, let that be the doorway in. Yeah. Like there is a reason you feel resistance. Exactly. Some part of you feels nervous, scared, unsure, um, and and we're so addicted to just pushing through. Yeah. Um, and and that that pushing through that dishonors our inner truth and our voice and our need to go slow, or our need to create space to actually get curious about what's happening. You know, it's like then that takes us out of alignment with who we are. Mm-hmm. And if we can just say, hmm, feeling this tension in my body. Yes. How, do, how about I just take a breath and, and tune in and listen to what it's actually saying to me and understand the wisdom of it and then work with the ego and those structures to be like, oh, I don't quite need to be holding on so tightly right here anymore. But man, am I in the habit of it. Yep. Yep. But that's you know? okay. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And then it's like slowly that thing can start loosening up and letting mm-hmm. go. Exactly. Mm, I love it. So good. So good. Um, okay. So now mo- moving along here too and taking it again, grounding, grounding our conversation even further. What one piece of advice would you give to our listeners that they can take action on today to help them expand their visibility? The thing that's coming to me is like, trust yourself. Mm. Like really, re- like you have been given a vision. Your heart is longing to create, to experience, to express. Um, And in the longing itself, it means that the world, somebody is praying for the thing you need. Mm. You know, that, 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 that the universe wants to, or God or spirit or source wants to experience itself as you, through you, with these qualities that you've been divinely gifted. And the more you say yes to that and truly show up for the miracle that is your life, with the resistance, with the smallness, with the uncertainty, um, and say yeah, whatever that next step yes is, if you take that, then the universe just rushes in to meet you. Um, and mm. just to trust that, to trust that it. you are a part of this evolution and that the love uh, and all of your guides and supporters and helpers are there um, to lift you up and to make that next step possible as you say yes to it. That's super powerful. Like just, yeah, trust, just getting in that energy. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, I'm getting all excited now. I'm, I'm ready to go be visible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this is a question that I ask all of my guests. When is a time when you stepped into ascended living? So this has just moved from or transformed a challenge or struggle into growth, abundance, love. Yeah, part of my personal story is um, I lost my partner by way of suicide in my 20s, mm-hmm. um, and it was an excruciating experience, as you can imagine, right. and on his birthday, six months after wow. he passed away, 
I was in our apartment. We mm -hmm. had shared an apartment before he died, and I was just sitting on my sofa like, how, how in the heck do I celebrate him? How do I honor him? Right. And I just had this very intense knowing. That's how my, my wisdom comes to me. It's kind of through a knowing. Mm -hmm. And it was like, just get up and go for a drive. And it was like winter in Portland. It was pouring rain. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> like, no way am I getting in my car. I'm like depressed and on my sofa. And up <laughs> under his favorite police blanket. And like, yeah, I don't like that idea. Like, could I watch a movie? Like, yeah, something like, like what, that. What, what, what could I do inside that's warm and safe? And, you know, um, and there's a long story here. And for the sake of time, I won't share it all. But I ended up listening. And I got in my car and I ended up in the Columbia Gorge. Uh, which is like an hour drive away from where I lived at the time. And I ended up climbing to the top of the mountain and having a divine spiritual awakening. Wow. And it was his soul gifting me uh, this experience even on his birthday. Wow. And it, and it took me just, I didn't know where I was going. I had no mm -hmm. idea what was in store, but it was, I just got in the car. I mm. took that next step. I said yes to that first, you know, and that's all. And then, and then the rest of the day unfolded um, quite magically um, and mm. changed my life and became the foundation for my work. It wow. really was that hero's journey lived um, experience. And that really goes with what you were saying previously, too, about, you know, what one piece of advice, trust. It seems like that's, that's a big theme that, that comes through for you and probably that you help a lot of other people with, too, is that energy of trust and just not necessarily knowing all the details or the how, but it's that first step of trust. Exactly. It's like mm -hmm. if it's in your heart, if it's, if it's there, it's just one small yes is all it takes to create movement. Mm. Um, and then the miracle of your life literally begins to unfold. On I, I don't know if you've ever read The Alchemist. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Favorite book ever. I just read it every year on my birthday. I just got a new copy because it's so pretty. <laughs> well, I reread it every year on my birthday, sort of, yeah. you know, because even after all this time, I still have blind spots. I still forget. Of course. The universe is conspiring on our behalf. It He's wants such a good teacher. Us, yeah. It, he, you know, it wants us to have the fullest lived, most abundant, most exquisite, most joyful, the highest levels of freedom. Like, it's like that's what's possible for us yes. if we can move beyond our nose and, and the resistance that shows up in our body. Absolutely. We'll have to have another episode talking about The Alchemist. But anyway, <laughs> so, so continuing right along here too, what are you working on? Because I'm sure people are going to want to reach out and check out what you're up to. What are you working on right now? And where can people go to find you online? I actually am in the process of creating what I think is going to be a 12-week program. I don't have all the details um, worked out yet, and it might be a year-long group experience. You know, I think it'll have different variations, but it's called the HeartSpeak Academy, and it really is about going, you know, coming out of hiding mm. and having the courage to step into the spotlight of your life. Mm. And, and shine your light as, as bright as you're meant to. And um, I would love to create community and retreats. And, you know, I have lots of ideas around it. So I love that we're kind of talking about it today. Yes. Um, and so that feels like my next big project that I'm working on. And um, I also just do private work with clients, uh, kind of deep dive spiritual transformation and helping them get clarity, as I said, about their message and how to really be the person they need to be to step forward with that. 
And I can be found at www.jenwith2nsavage.com, and I am also on Facebook. Awesome. And I'll pop those links in the show notes below so you can uh, easily, easily find her. (laughs) And now finally, anything else that you want to leave our listeners off with? And I thank you so much for joining me today. I actually am a student of Sufism. And Mm -hmm. if you're um, open to it, could I say an opening prayer, which just energetically opens the space and leave them with that? I would love it. Yes. Thank you. So this is an invitation to just settle into your body and to open your heart to receive the transmission of divine qualities that come through the sacred, holy, ancient prayer. so much for joining me today. Remember to check out practicalascension.com for your free membership, access to guided journeys, energy healings, activations, and more to deepen your practical ascension experience. And grab that all in the show notes below. Have an amazing day.